Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Kira Dignam, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, listeners will know Kira, your your dad, um, Christy, Aslan Singer, passed away in, in June of this year after a long, long battle with his, his illness. Yeah. How's yourself and your, your mom and the family keeping? Um, just it's up and down. It's literally every day as it comes. Some days are I won't say good days. You don't really get good days. You get good hours. Anyone that's lost someone will know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of it comes in waves, and I'm still very much in the kind of numb stage, which I thought I, I was under the impression that lasted a few weeks. I'm now like seventeen weeks tomorrow. I'm at that stage, you know, when you have a, like when people have a new baby, and it's like yeah. the baby's only twenty four months. You know, know, one of those. I'm still in my week stage. Um, because I every Monday I'm thinking, you know, it's 17 weeks now since I last spoke to him and tomorrow will be 17 weeks since he passed. And you kind of you're kind of overcome with with those kind of thoughts and thinking about all the, the, the good things that happened that yeah. week, or, you know, so it's it's you're kind of consumed with that still. So it's still extremely early days. It I is. Think. It's very raw. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it really is very, very raw. Uh, you know, to, to everybody listening, and 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 when your your dad passed here on the show, because you know we chat to callers and and get people's memories, and so many people rang in and shared their stories and mm-hmm. where they met your dad, and people who you know even performed with him or opened gigs with him years yeah. ago. You know, lovely, lovely tributes. But to you, you know, to the world, he was Christy Dignam, and to you, he was Dad. So yeah. tell us about that. Um. That's what makes it kind of harder in a way. And I've said this before, like I never want to take away from anybody's, anybody else's loss. Like it's a loss is a loss and it's horrific. But I had kind of had the added extra of everybody knew who he was. And yet, mm. as you said, he was dad to me and he, he was only ever dad to me. And I'm the only one that knows how that felt. But at the same time, I still had to share. I had to share him through my life and then I had to share him in his death, which I hated okay. at the time. Um. I know, and that could probably come across a little bit selfish, but I kind of always felt like he was never just mine. So when he died, it was just like, okay, shut the doors, shut the windows. I want nobody to know. I didn't want any. I didn't want it to be a public thing. I just needed that time for mm. myself and my like small circle of family. Um, and then even that was kind of taken away because we got a call within about an hour and a half. My husband Darren got a call, a text actually asked somebody to say, "Just heard Christy passed away. What's going on?" So then we had to announce it. And I, I was kind of hoping to leave it a couple of days just to kind of have that time yeah. to absorb what was going yeah. on. But we didn't have that luxury either. So well, not that the luxury, you know what I mean? I know. It's, it, you know, it's an interesting one listening to you, you know, making that point, Kira, because I'd say people just, that certainly didn't cross my mind. You know, it's, a, you, you had a very public loss and, yeah. and even, you know, picking the time as to when you want to share that news with the world was taken completely taken away from you. Yeah, I didn't have that choice. And and I remember I think it was either on on your Instagram or maybe your Twitter account the month previous, maybe was it in May mm-hmm. that I remember you putting out a you know a statement or a, a message to say can people please not you know say it basically that my was if he died. Has, yeah. 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 A sort of a hoax message had come it out. It was. Yeah, I don't know I don't know where it came from, but I was at a family wedding um I had stopped gigging around the beginning of February because my dad got really sick and, as I said, we're a small family. So it was just myself and Darren kind of helping me, man. My dad wanted, his only wish was to just be at home. 
and we he went to the hospice just we kind of thought that that would be it but it was more of a respite thing mm. we ended up luckily luckily enough we got him home and he was where he wanted to be but we I just stopped gigging because I needed to help and just to be on call constantly because I was on stage and I'd have my phone open in front of me just in case I got a message off my mum saying he's had to take a tour and he needs to come home or whatever and I was like I can't live like this yeah. so it was actually Darren said look we'll just you need to stop gigging your head's not in it let's just be present yeah so um the first time I left him was my cousin's wedding and all like for the first few the weeks coming up to the wedding I was dreading it because I knew I had I was singing at the wedding for her and I was like I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this and I, obviously we knew my dad couldn't go mm. he was at home you know he was stuck at home um, and it's my dad's niece, it's me, me, my dad's sister's daughter. So when we went to um, the wedding, I was on stage and we took a break and Darren turned around to me and he's like, here, what's going on? He had his phone, he had like 27 message, messages and I picked up my phone and I was the same, 30 odd messages. I was like, what's going on? And then Darren rang my friend and said, what's, what's happening? And she said, it, she was after being in the pub and she said, the DJ in the pub's after announcing Christie's dead, it's on, online. So I was like, oh my God. And I'm at the, I'm at my dad's family's yeah. wed, wedding, you know? So I had to, I was like, what will I do? Because I'm not, although I'm, I'm, I'm kind of being in the public eye, I don't necessarily choose that. And I sing because I love to sing. Yeah. I don't sing because yeah. I love to be all out in people's faces. You know, it, there's, there is a difference, like it's a passion. Yeah. Um, and that's just something that comes along with it, which is fine. But I was kind of then have to think, okay, I had to ring my mom. I had to say, stay off because that was going to upset her obviously of not. so I was like stay off Facebook stay off everything um, and I just I rang my dad had a had a wit and I kind of I don't know it, the Dignams kind of have a dark humour so I rang my dad I was like I just put my dad on and I said, listen I'm just letting you know it's online that you're dead just double checking you're not and he's like no no I'm not and I was like right Grant so that was kind of the wit we had yeah. um, and every other time because he's died like five or six times previous to this like he was in plane crashes and stuff but that time was the one time that actually really bothered him because it was very real, yeah. you know. Because um, although it was kind of, as I said, the plane crash and things, he could kind of laugh about it and say, God, I escaped that yeah, one and tough was... stuff. But this was like, he was in palliative care and this was close close to the bone that time. So it was, that's why I felt I had to put up a yeah. statement and say, listen, please, like it's upset oh. me family. I have three kids who are online. You know, well, the youngest isn't, but the, the older two. Mm. So well, then I had to ring my kids and say to them, listen, if you see it online, don't worry. And my, my eldest son, he's 19, but he had seen it. And he was saying, like, what's going on? I said, look, I don't know where it's coming from, but you can ring your granddad if you want to. He's in the house, yeah. you know, he's fine. But we, I think that people don't really realise that, although you might be in the public eye, they don't kind of realise you're a human and you're a person. And they don't kind of, they, they kind of can separate that, you know, when they, when they think that you're just an entity, you know, they don't really understand that you have feelings. It's about got things. to be very upsetting for you. And, and as you said, for your, your poor dad as well, you know, hearing yeah. that and you having to say to him, like, you're, you know, you're, you're still alive, dad, you know, yeah. when you're there, you know, and like that has to be extremely, extremely difficult. And I, I often think like it's, it's it has to be one of the downsides nearly of social media, you know, oh, that yeah. you can, yeah. you can see something and, and hear about it in, in that way. Um, but he, one of the things that struck me, and I met you, Kira, I should say, two weeks ago, actually, at the, the Relay for Life event with the Irish Cancer Society at the Aviva Stadium. And, you know, you, you talked that night about um, your dad, and even though he was dealing with a, a really long illness, but he actually managed, you know, he, he lived with cancer and he never really, for a long time, he didn't hold him back. Like, he was still up, performing, mm-hmm. going, lived with it and got on He did, yeah. He never kind of sat under it. And as I said to you on that night, he was very much of the mindset that, okay, I have to get up out of bed. Like, as his thing was, 
once I get up and I put my feet on the floor in the morning, that's a good sign. And he stuck with that. Um, and I remember him talking about, like he was, he would have been diagnosed like 10 and a half years ago. And he continued to, as long as he was not in hospital, he would continue to gig. Mm. Um, like even last summer he was gigging, he was in hospital up until July, got out on the tours, they had a gig. I was doing, I was gigging with them at the time because he was quite weak and vocally he wasn't 100%. So I was there to kind of do back and vocals and just to kind of help out in that way. It just kind of felt that he had a little bit of support yeah. in that way, you know. Um, and he ended up back in hospital. The, we came home from the gig and he ended up in hospital the next day. You know, so he literally was, like his thing was, as long as I can physically get to a gig, I will get to a I'll gig. And that's why even I said to you last week about when I was asked to sing at the Irish Cancer Society event, I initially ignored the email because mm. I was like, I can't deal with this. When I read the email, I was like, I'm sorry, but I can't. I just couldn't even reply to them. Um, and then they got they got to me through a phone call through my husband and he kind of said, yeah, she'd love to do that. And when he came home, I was like, oh, no, because it's really hard to, as I said, it's still early days for me and yeah. I find it really hard to, of course. to face things like that. But then I kind of thought, how can I sit and say, no, I'm too sad to do something like this when he literally had chemo in the morning time and went on stage at night and his thing was, listen, just have a chair there just in case. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so, and the amount of people that night who were going around like purple, they had purple t-shirts, survivors right, yeah. had purple t-shirts on and I'm looking at all these people walking around in their purple, like doing laps of the Aviva and I have the neck to turn around and say, I'm too sad to come and sing for these people. So when, when you think like that, you have to kind of, not not be selfish. Yeah. In that I know. Well, fair play to you. It's 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 not an easy thing to do. And I suppose you know, I, it's when you when you look at it, you know, through the lens of um, even at the the side stage, and you're there and you're singing um, Aslan and, and one of your dad's most recognisable songs. Is that is there joy in that when you hear people singing Crazy World back to you, or is it is it a hard one to do because of the memories of your dad? Like, how where does that sit with you? Um, in theory, when I'm asked. Because now it's kind of getting to the stage where people are saying like, come and sing one, year, sing your own stuff. But would you would you please also sing Crazy World? And for years, even gigging, I used to kind of be like, oh, like that's my dad, that's not me. And I always wanted to separate that. Yeah. I never kind of wanted to tug on cold strings. But now at the moment, I'm just, I am finding it like in theory, I'm saying, oh God, I dread singing it because what if I get upset? And people ask me that, do, do I find mm. it upsetting? But I don't, I do find it when I'm actually in it. It is amazing to have yeah. people singing back and pe like you, you almost get that, you get a sense of support off people when they're singing it back to you. Well, when you talked about the support and, and you know, the public loss of your dad and, and sharing your dad and your dad's memory um, with all of us, around the time of the funeral, was that, I mean, it must have been just so moving when you, you yeah. know, the support from people and the messages. and Yeah, like I still haven't read all the messages purely because I haven't been able to get through them. Like, yeah. And I... I, I say that some people say to me, oh, I sent you a message at the time. Look, you didn't get back to me. I'm like, I'm sorry. Because I always would try to get back as much yeah. as I can to people. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't being ignorant. But it is a case of there was just thousands. And it was every, like it was through my Instagram, Facebook, emails. Yeah. Like you know, it was crazy. Um, but I think that that did all, that did help. As, as, as much as I said, I hated that yeah, growing up. But it was something that, 
like that the support we got that's not something you normally get on a day-to-day basis when you when you just when you lose somebody and people don't know that person you know it's it was amazing like to get us through it I see a message in from from Peter in Dublin Um, he says I used to play in a band called Baylor we did a lot of gigs uh, opening for Aslan over the years including the Point Depot now the Three Arena back in 2005 it was an absolute dream come true for me personally Christy and the guys were always very good to us he was a real gentleman and always great to his fans as well Uh, send my best wishes to Kira and her family. Um, another message in from Stephen as well, Kira. He says, Kira's doing great. Her dad was an absolute icon. I watched um, watched Kira at Vicker Street. She played Vicker Street a couple of weeks ago. Uh, her new song is brilliant. Uh, oh. Comes in from, from Stephen. Is, is that hard for you, Kira? when, you know, to, does having a famous parent or a famous dad in the musical world, does it open doors or does it make it more difficult? Absolutely makes it more difficult. Yeah. Despite what people would think, on the on the face of it, of course you would assume it's it's a case of oh well, of course she's gonna you know she's gonna get a knee up there, but that's not at all. Let me tell you that is really? not at all the case. Yeah, because you're you're constantly trying to kind of prove yourself, and you're constantly trying to say like, and I have said it like I'm not I wasn't trying to kind of tug off anybody's coat strings, but you also have to you have to back it up, you know, and it's hard like to kind of nearly you're living in someone else's shadow essentially and even with my album my album's actually called Nepo Baby purely right. for that reason because over the years you would get a lot of that where like I'm gigging since I was 12 and you would get a lot especially online as you said yeah. online can be a hard place it can be great for for promotion it can be brilliant it can be a great tool but it can be also have, be a very dark place mm. and I would get a lot of that like oh, she's only there because of who her dad is and you know and so I'm kind of saying Do you know what I'm going to call the album Nepo Baby and I'll, I'll be in on the joke. <laughs> yeah, you know? absolutely. And do you, does it, um, is it just, was, well actually was your dad, did he encourage you into the music industry or was he against it? He encouraged me to sing but he did not encourage me to be in the industry because he knows what sure, it can he be. Knew, yeah, yeah, he knew, yeah. too like well. It, it can be a nasty place and it can be, it's hard work. Yeah. And if he, not, like he knew that if, if you're not, if you're not willing to work and you're, you don't, you can't back up that work it's you're not going to succeed yeah. you know but he always he always said he loved me singing he always encouraged me to sing in that way but he, I think it, it did freak him out a little bit <laughs> the idea of me you did years ago the the voice of Ireland didn't you back yeah. the, the TV show yeah he am I right in saying at the time from memory he wasn't a fan of you and that was he he didn't want no. you no <laughs> why um he just hated all those types of shows right. because it was literally a case of he used to say, like, you'd get you get a kid to come in and they can be a household name within yeah. a couple of weeks. And then within two weeks later, if, if something happens or they get kicked off the show, they're just dropped. And that's a very, emotionally, that's a very yeah, hard thing yeah. to take. And he just found, said that, like, with what I've done over the years, I've gigged over the years. So you kind of learn to get your knocks and you learn to get your criticism. And it's an apprenticeship, essentially. Yeah, Whereas right when you go on to shows like that, it's just, it's an instant thing. It's either they love you or they hate you. And it's like people don't, like young people don't know how to take that. So with me, I was doing both. I was gigging and then I was like, I'm going to just chance my arm at it. And the reason I chanced my arm at that particular one and not the likes of um, the X Factor or anything, in my my impression of it was they have their back to you. They don't know who you are. So I thought it's not, it's irrelevant that I'm Kira Dignam. It doesn't matter who my dad is. I'm going to have an opportunity to just sing. But 
that wasn't the case and they didn't know who I was anyway before I got yeah, there. Yeah, okay. So it did, it, in, if I had have been... The, in theory. What, yeah, if I had yeah. been what I thought it was, I mean, it could have been different. Now, in fairness, in, in their defence, I was crap that day because I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> very well, but you look. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good a good while ago now for sure. Oh, yeah, it was like 11 years ago. And it, I mean, yeah. the publicity of that and it booked me out for about 15 years after right. that, so it's fine. Brilliant, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, you have the new, the new album... Um, Dedicated to your dad, is it? You told me earlier, a little earlier, before we come on, that you um you were you were ready to, to publish it and bring it out, weren't you? Before yeah. he passed, so, yeah, yeah, it was actually it, the first single was actually to come out the week he died, um, and then a couple. Obviously, we knew a couple of days before he died that we were heading into that. So that obviously, I was saying like the last thing in 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 my office of thought was to bring out an, an album or a single. So I just kind of put everything to the back burner, um, and. I just said, look, I'll do it. Kick it down the road. This, mm. You know, that's what was important at the time. And, um, but everything was ready to go and he heard all the songs on the album, which Did is, he, that yeah. was, that was, that meant a lot to me that he could, because he would kind of critique me and he would say, you know, what he thought might work. Now, we never agreed. Um, <laughs> and like the song that I would want for the single, he was like, no, I think this one now. I was like, yeah. you know, he was never going to win anyway. It was down to, like between myself and Darren, we'd kind of choose what was, we were going to go with anyway. But yeah, it was important that you got to listen to it. Yeah, well, that's, that's that's lovely. It's it's coming out. It will be out the end of this month. Brilliant. Because um, I've just re- I've just signed with um, a label, so they've kind of everything. They've taken over everything, so everything's brilliant. gone to them, which is brilliant. And um, so it'll be on all streaming platforms and physical copies, and will be sold online and at gigs. So I'm in. I have. Um, I'm in Moat Theatre the 14th of December, and I'm in Opium. I've sold out Opium live in Dublin on the 27th of December and it's still tickets for the 28th. Good stuff. Kira. listen, it's been a real pleasure to have you in. Thanks a million. Thank you. Yeah, take care of yourself. Thanks for and having me. And as I said, that's uh, Kira Dignam. Um, a lot of messages coming in as well. Christy was a legend. Simple as that, says this texter <laughs> here. Delighted to hear Kira today um, and still pushing on with her career. Uh, wish her all our very best, says this listener as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.